Welcome back, Secrets in Nature. You like literally skipped a word. <laughs> what? I said hi. You're like, welcome back, Secrets in Nature. I didn't say two. No, you skipped over the word too. <laughs> hi, welcome to Secrets in Nature. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to Secrets in Nature. My name is Lexi. And I'm Rachel. And if you are home, not driving, not operating any kind of machinery, you should go on YouTube and watch this video because it's there. Yep. And you can see our faces. You should do that. And the stickers on my laptop that I talked about last episode that Rachel got for me for Christmas. Yeah, I totally forgot <laughs> we were recording until right now. So who knows what faces I mean. Anyways, <laughs> um, it's 22 degrees out today. So lovely Is day. It? Is that, yeah. I thought it was like 15. It feels like 15. I, I don't think there's a big difference between 22 and 15. Well, we made... Well, no, it wasn't a mistake. But we did venture out into the cold, cold world this morning. We went to brunch. We went to an antique store. We got cookies. I got a whole bag of cookies for five dollars. Five too. doll hairs. I feel like I robbed that lady because they're like gourmet delicious cookies yeah. that they're were like small, less than a dollar a piece. They're not like huge cookies. I feel like that that um video of Debbie Ryan where she's like, I lived a lot of lives today. It scares me to be still. Like, you know that video? <laughs> No, <laughs> that's me I know right other now. videos from her, but not that one. Strawberry chapstick and taking risks. Those are her beauty secrets. My queen. We have something very special today. We are going to do a tarot reading for each other. For each other? I don't know how to do a tarot reading. We're just well. I'll do it for myself, and I'll do it for you. Okay. Well, we're each going to do one, and we're going to do like we're going to ask. What's a good question to ask? Something oh, about you have to ask the- a question. I yes. thought I would just told your future. No, you have to ask a question. Um, does it, does it have to be specific like or can it be generic? No, it can be like, oh, how's my day going to look? Or That's not juicy. I think we should ask, how's 2022 going to go for us? Okay. Also not the juiciest of questions. When I think of like, because remember when in like elementary school, people would bring like Ouija boards into class and it would. No. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that was my class. class. Like literally there was board game day and some girls brought in like a Ouija board. I don't know who let them have it, but they would ask like, they would always ask like, does Emily have a crush on Jared? And then like everyone would make it say yes. And then Emily would get embarrassed. Not that like there is an Emily. I'm just making that up. But you know what I mean? And that would be like the juicy questions they would ask. I don't have any juicy questions. <laughs> My life's not very juicy. Okay, yeah. How's twenty twenty two? Fall in love this year. Yes. <laughs> yes, juicy. Juicy. I love it. Okay. And I should ask what? But like I can really interpret anything to mean like yes. <laughs> if I wanted to. I'm I'm fine with how's twenty twenty two gonna go for me. Okay. I hope I don't get like a death card or like a what are the other negative is ones? I only know that there's a death card. Well, I don't know if there actually is one. I just think of um, the Degrassi promo for Shark in the with Shark in the Water, and did you see that and, on Twitter? Yes, <laughs> because because Degrassi's get, being remade, so everyone brought that promo back, and they were like HBO, you have to. Wait, what do you mean it's being remade? It? Like it's being re- like a new season with a new, a new cast and new people, no, and since it's on HBO it Max. I think it's going to be like darker and like not as like oh. not for which like it's, it's dark to begin dark. with. I know. I I swear to God, the amount 
of things I learned growing up from Degrassi were insane. Yeah, they literally covered every they cover traumatic everything. thing you could go through as a teenager. Well, not even traumatic. Like I learned about like everything you would yeah. like a teenager would need to learn about that like your parents aren't teaching. But maybe you. it's gonna be less cringy, like better writing. Also, because tra- the writing kind of sucks, but. We thought it was great back then, though. Yeah. As a kid, it's... Also, Degrassi was the first time I ever saw a transgender character on a show. So they had that yeah. representation down from... At a point where there really wasn't any, right? Mm-hmm. And what else? I mean, and then they remade it. They remade it, and it was like Degrassi Next Class. How I, how I learned what a vibrator was. <laughs> really? Yeah, I remember she brought oh, it to that, school with her by accident. That's where I learned, yeah. And it was vibrating in her what backpack. Else? Yes, and it like fell out of her backpack. Or was it just making noise in her backpack? It was making noise. What else? Stuff. I feel like, yeah, we learned so much. And then the, the next class wasn't as good. Yeah. So now I'm hoping that the HBO Max one... Anyway, how did we get into this? Oh, Shark in the Water, Shark in the Water. They had, like, the scene where Eli and what's-her-name were, like, pulling the tarot cards and one of them was oh, death. Oh, yeah. So, is there, no, is there not really a death card? I don't know. Okay. Maybe. We'll see. Okay, I guess I'll do me first. <laughs> okay. Do you want, I could, like, help you. I no, could hold no, them no. for you. I just can't interpret them. No, no, no. So you're supposed to hold them with your right hand and then pull with your left. So that's what I'm oh, do. did you get like the energy? Like for angel cards, you have to like tap it and get like the energy out? Yeah, I have to do that for you. Okay. okay. Do I have to tap it or knock it? Knock on it? I don't know. I'll read the directions. I have them right here. Okay. Tarot cards. <laughs> you got to take it seriously. I know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't actually know that. Universe. What would my 2022 look like? Okay, I, mean, I like to close my eyes when I do it. I don't know why. I don't think it matters. Are you doing one card readings or like multiple card readings? I'm not advanced enough for multiple card readings. Okay. I got six of wands. It says, I am proud of what I achieve and accept my rewards. Okay, now let's go to the little booklet. Is it like a deeper meaning in there for the card? Yeah, it gives like an explanation. This is the card in case the people on the YouTube channel want to see it. These are beautiful. The backs are beautiful. Yeah. These look very wizardy. They're um Harry this, Potter. This deck vibes. is Crystal Power Tarot Cards by Jane Wallace. Okay, it means the crystal associated with it is a garnet. And success and acknowledgement. This victorious six sees you being greatly appreciated for all your efforts so you can enjoy the feeling of pride and accomplishment. You have directed your energy, time, and passion well. You may also receive a gift or reward such as a certificate, trophy, or other token of public appreciation. <laughs> Specific meaning for this card in a reading include examination and test success. The six also means a yes answer to a question, as does the ace of swords. So you're going to get a participation trophy just for getting through the year. <laughs> I'm going to get an award. I don't know for what. I guess that means I'll have a successful year. That's what I'm going to interpret that as since I'm not going to be taking any. Well, actually, who knows? Maybe I'll do something this year where I'll need to take like an exam or something. I don't know. Maybe Pilates certification. Yeah, maybe. I did want to try to become a Pilates teacher. Well, look at that. You didn't ask it about love. Or are we just not doing that? No, I don't want to ask about love. Not on the pod. We do want to, um, I scheduled a birth chart reading. This is just like a preview of what's to come this season. <laughs> um, I did schedule a birth chart reading with Jill, who was on the podcast in the summer a few months ago. 
um and rachel's gonna schedule one too and we're gonna do an episode on our birth chart readings so we might have to get a little personal with those <laughs> i'm trying to read them What do you do? What do you do for someone? I think I just pick my own and then you tell me what it means. All right. I think you just have to like knock it. All right. The energy <laughs> is cleared. <laughs> so I think. You really need the visual if you're listening. I'm sorry. Hey, you just what? added your own energy. <laughs> <laughs> the whole point was to cleanse it with my own energy so it was only oh, for okay, me. Do it again. <laughs> I ruined it. Let us see. What will she pick? You need to ask the question. How? Do you shuffle them? Oh, I didn't. You should read the instructions to see if I should do it or you should do it. I guess you should do it. You're the tarot dealer. Okay, <laughs> I think I can still do the it. The reader. You, you shuffle so weird. I don't know how to shuffle. Just hold them in one hand and then just go. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell everyone what you said this morning what when we were at brunch. We were sitting at brunch and um the coffee bar was behind me and rachel was like oh i would love that job it's just like a bartender but for coffee <laughs> i was like a barista <laughs> whatever <laughs> but it looked fun because it was just her behind the counter and she's just like making really cool drinks a barista <laughs> you can find them in many places i know but whatever hey lot like i feel like latte art is definitely yeah. a thing but i think really it would be nice it. if it was just like me behind the bar you know not like 20 people like in starbucks where everyone's like running into each other yeah, people are also mean i feel like like if you're out like a, in like a family-owned cute small coffee shop people would be a lot nicer than they would be at yeah. starbucks you couldn't pay me a million dollars to work at starbucks at like five in the morning yeah why would you ever or, like be six mean? in the morning when people are like about to go to work and they're rude and the drive through is backed up around the freaking building like in our if you're rude to hometown. starbucks employees you need to evaluate. If you're rude to your any life. service employee, how about that? Yeah. Any day now, hon. Okay, I think it's good. <laughs> All right. Now I ask you a question. <clears throat> how is 2022 going to go for me? I got the seven of pentacles. Malachite is the stone. Ooh. And it says, it looks like this. You should describe it. Um, there are seven, uh, it looks like a pentagram on a rock with malachite in the middle. And it says, I trust my ideas and my direction. I think that resonates already. Was it seven? Seven. Okay. This is what it says in the book. I love malachite. I think it's very pretty. It's green. Potential growth. Potential? (laughs) Depends how much work you put in. I guess. You reflect on your situation and wonder if it's all been worthwhile. (laughs) The message of the seven is to keep going, even when you're doubting yourself or your goal. You are on the right track. If you commit and persevere, you will get the rewards you deserve. It may be tempting to feel dissatisfied and look elsewhere as you have worked hard and invested much time and energy. Appreciate the gains you've made and dedicate yourself. There's much more to come. That resonates. It really does. That resonates with, like, my um, workout routine. I feel like a lot of the times I'm like, oh, my God, I'm doing this for nothing. I'm putting in so much work for nothing. And, like, when I really think about it, that's not true. And it also, like, I think spiritually that resonates, you know? Mm -hmm. So I like that. Yeah, I like mine, too, because I definitely want to have, like, a side income this year. And 
a couple of my ideas do require like a certification or course mm-hmm. or something. So maybe that's a sign that it's going to happen. And I'm going to do it. It also said I'm on the right track, which is what one, two, three, four means. Right? Yeah. Love it. Love to see it. You got to get more advanced <laughs> so we can get into those I know. multiple card readings. I, I always pick like those type of cards. I never pick the ones that are like Tempris or... Yeah, what the heck? Hermit. That's what like I that. thought. That's what I thought High tarot priestess. was. Like there's like cer- there's like a certain amount of those cards and then a certain amount of the other cards. Yeah, like I always think of it as like the archetype cards. Yeah. You know? Like the the per- priestess, the witch, whatever. Mm-hmm. The knight, whatever that is. I, I never pull back. those. I feel like it's really rare. I don't know. That's there's so less weird. of them too. That's like what I imagine when I think of tarot, so that's interesting. I feel like every deck is different, though, because I've never... I had one other tower reading, and it was all, like, cards like that with, like, archetype, archetypal characters on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said that right. So why don't you tell us? No, I hate technology, and I'm so mad. Okay, <laughs> that's all. Let's get that off my chest. We needed a, a producer or an editor or something. We need someone. Income. <laughs> we need a volunteer. Well, you what you will get out of it is we will write you a pristine letter of recommendation to your future employer. That's what you'll get out of working for us. I'm a great writer. I'll write you a very a phenomenal letter. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll have to think about that in the future. Now but... I have to repeat my announcement. <laughs> and my announcement is that I'm proudly displaying a gold hoop in between my two silver hoops. It looks lovely, even though I can't tell that it's gold. (laughs) It absolutely does look gold. It looks not gold. No, you just can't tell because there's silver stones on it. But I'm on the road to becoming the bitch that can do both. Like I feel like yours does not look gold. It's gold underneath the silver stones. Just let me (laughs) chug along here on the road to being my most confident color mixing version of myself with the jewelry. Okay. Thank you. You can take one of my gold earrings. I have gold (laughs) earrings. Okay. So why don't you tell us about your experience with Laura? I would be happy to repeat (laughs) to repeat my experience with Laura. We already recorded part two of this episode, so I'm good and cranky, but I'll lighten up. Um, so in case you missed it, we had a really good interview a few months ago with Laura who owns a wellness center in Haddonfield, New Jersey, and it's called Root and Restore. And we had a great conversation about, um, well, on the podcast, in case you didn't listen to the episode, we had a great conversation about our body's innate ability to communicate with us, let us know when something's wrong, uh, why you should look for the root of your health problems rather than just like getting an easy solution for it which is like a lot of what western medicine does and I decided to go to her clinic for my eczema because I was really really interested in her practice and the idea of muscle testing and I didn't want to just go to a dermatologist and get a steroid which is what they gave Rachel when she went for her eczema (laughs) so I went to um Laura's um practice and I was blown away blown away by what happened because like I don't know like about you but when we interviewed her she was explaining the concept of muscle testing to us and like since I didn't really have a visual I didn't really under I still didn't really understand what you meant by something you have to experience so I experienced it and I was completely blown away 
And basically, she just, she's trained to find which organs in your body are stressed and then goes from there. She knows where to touch you. She knows where to touch you and what to look for. And I really would explain what happened, but I don't even think it would do it justice. It was like I was laying on her table and I had my arm extended and she was pushing down on my arm and I had to match her pressure. And depending on where on my body she was like, like she was like hardly touching them. So it's so complicated. It's so hard for me to explain. And it even like being there, I was like, this makes no sense. But it was just happening. So I had to believe it. And it's like depending on which organ she's focusing on, like your my arm just couldn't match her pressure. And that's how I you she knew which of my organs were stressed. And I guess when you find out which organs in your body are stressed, then like when certain organs are stressed, it can manifest in different ways. So for me, like I could have stressed organs that are manifesting as eczema. So we're getting to the root of the problem here. So I found out I have a stressed out thyroid and um, she gave me two dietary supplements, which are not medications. Um, They're literally just like herbs in capsules and, and I'm taking them now. So stay tuned. She did say that eczema was the hardest, most stubborn thing to get rid of, of course. But, um, yeah, I'm very excited and open to the idea of this approach versus going to a dermatologist. Yeah, I can't wait to see if it goes away for you, too. What a shame. We did. When I told the story the first time, (laughs) I was trying to, like, do it on Rachel's body. um, And it wasn't. We were like, we are not certified. So this is not going to work if we do it to each other. The muscle testing. Yeah, that would be really interesting. Laura is a clinically trained new nutrition response testing practitioner or something i think that's how what, what it's called yeah if she cures you i'm gonna have to go see her <laughs> I, my eggs was not too bad right now so i feel like i should wait till i have a flare-up because i guess that's when my organ will be the most stressed and yeah that's a good point wait for a flare-up and like yeah. uh, so it's like very clear to read yeah um but i also was telling rachel i can't even tell i cannot remember the last time i've been to a regular doctor like a regular primary care doctor i couldn't i couldn't i yeah same cannot pinpoint i've been to like the gynecologist in the last few years obviously i had to go to urgent care for a sprained ankle i've been to urgent care for like being sick but i haven't been to like a doctor same i'm gonna check out allergist soon because my inhaler is almost out and i will die without my inhaler so <laughs> well please go <laughs> get it to go so i'm very excited about this new wellness journey I wouldn't call it a wellness journey. I'm very excited to get to the root of these problems. Oh, we have our first sponsor. <laughs> it's Neutrogena. I'm just kidding. No, it's not. But I really wanted to rave about this because I wanted Lexi to try it. It's like the best hand cream I've found so far. See, this is what Laura would call a band-aid. Well, it's not steroids. It's just like to moisturize your skin. Get to me now. I'm I was wondering out. why you're holding this in your hand like you're ready to show it. <laughs> okay, uh, it's the... Norwegian formula fragrance free. It's the bestest. Because if you have eczema on your it's hands, it's the bestest. Yeah, it's the bestest. If you have eczema on your hands, most hand creams sting the shit out of it. Remember in our first episode when you said the word funner? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I tell the barista thing in the first recording and the second recording? <laughs> I forgot. I'm so tired of going to restaurants and asking if they have non dairy milk and them looking at me like I'm crazy. It is 2022. Like, it's not like 2001 and I'm asking. Wait, you asked for non dairy milk in that drink we got right yes oh, oh, okay 
I just you said, tell me. How does your stomach feel right now? What you would know it if there was milk in there. I just said, I'll just have what she's having because I didn't look at the menu. Oh, so no, I was like, baby. I don't want to make her wait. Yeah, I was at the diner with my grandparents and my brother yesterday. And I asked the waitress for non-dairy milk. And everyone grossed me. And they were like, oh, my God, you're so difficult. Oh, oh my God. As soon as milk? she said no, I was like, oh, my God, it's totally fine. I'll suffer through the half and half today. That's totally fine. Oat milk is far superior to all of the non-dairy milk. Hot girls drink oat milk. Hot girls get oat milk in their coffee and cream cheese on their bagel. (laughs) Did we say what drink we had? Because I have to recommend it. Oh, yeah. I want to learn how to make it myself at home. We had lavender, oat milk lattes, and we also added honey. I can make them at home because I have lavender syrup, but it's just so good. And so what I do is I do... Syrup. Syrup. That's how I say it. So I do like the shot of espresso and I put the honey in the little cup. First, before the Yeah, espresso. so it like melts because, you know, honey, not great with mixing. Unless it's a hot drink. But if you want like an iced drink, then I would recommend putting the honey first at the bottom of the shot glass where you're putting the espresso. Then put the espresso, well, foam your milk with your lavender sim- simple syrup and then mix it together with your oat milk. Well, yeah, I described that so badly. (laughs) Rachel cannot be a barista. That's your update. You know what? I'm good at making drinks. I can make a mean cappuccino. It's fine, Rachel. Like part of life is also eliminating what you can't do. Okay. Me (laughs) describe. Maybe I can't describe it, but I can make it. I've made people cappuccinos. She'll make it for you. Just don't ask her to tell her how. Don't ask her to tell you how. So good. Okay. My favorite really easy one is the honey with the shot of espresso and I literally just do it in a teacup and then I have an espresso foamer thing what's that called? A milk frother? Milk frother (laughs) (laughs) and so I put this non-dairy it's so good it's half coconut milk half oat milk it's a creamer I think it's by Silk and I put that in and then maybe I'll put some cinnamon or something froth that up froths real nice because most non-dairy milks do not froth Mm -mm. nice and then I pour that on top and it like touches the rim of the, or it's like goes all the way to the top of the teacup. And it's perfection. That's what I recommend. Thank you for sharing that. That's my go-to. I don't like a big ass thing of coffee. No, thank you. I feel like the foundation of being a successful adult in 2022 is needing a milk frother and an air fryer. And you're yeah. set up for success. Honestly, if you don't, not even if you don't have like an, es- an espresso, I recommend the milk frother. So yeah, and it also heats up the milk because, okay, I can talk forever about coffee. I Let's know. Move on. Okay. <laughs> that was me. My laugh was a polite like, <laughs> move, I know moving your on. Face mo- I know your faces. Listen to me. If we let one more episode pass us by where I do not speak of this NASA telescope that I will be very upset. There will be hell to pay. Okay, you can talk about it. And it's been so long. This this telescope launched on New- on Christmas Day. Oh, it's been like almost a month. Well, what day? What day? What date is it right now? Is it the end of January? It's been two weeks. Fifteenth. <laughs> oh, it's the middle. Well, of January. I guess no. It's been like in my head. Valentine's Day is next days. week. But at the same time, it also feels like it's September of twenty twenty one still. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't feel like September outside. It's twenty two September, degrees. but a lot colder okay so tell me about this telescope you know you have for like i would love to (laughs) okay i'll keep it short and sweet nasa dropped a telescope i'm saying it like they dropped a mixtape they um launched a telescope 
And I am not a scientist, nor did I read this article. This is me summarizing my boyfriend's summary of this article. So <laughs> I love how you have it open, but you just haven't read it. It's not even long. <laughs> I have it open. <laughs> I have it open to put in the show notes of this episode so that somebody listening to this or watching this could read it for themselves. And if I'm wrong about something, I'm really sorry. But this is my summary. Because the way I'm going to summarize it to make it make sense is my own words. But anyway. Yeah, that's usually how you summarize things. (laughs) A paraphrase, if you will. Um, Okay. So the goal of this telescope is to literally see into the past into the first ever galaxies that came from the Big Bang. And you know how the, the way that, like, I my brain came to this conclusion. You know how you look at the sky and you're technically looking at the past already because it takes that long for the light to get to us. Mm-hmm. Like, by the time certain stars, but by the time their light gets to us, they're already dead, usually. Yeah, like their original source of the light is already gone. Correct. That's how long it takes. So that is like the best way I can describe like that's how this telescope is looking into the past. Like it's such a good telescope that it's looking like that, but way further. Like things like something that does not even remotely exist anymore. It's from a billions it's from billions of years ago. But this telescope is able to see it because the light still is still traveling to us because it's so far away if that makes Mm -hmm. sense so this telescope is able to do that and it's literally able to see into the past and i also read on an article from barstool which i'm debating whether or not to put in the show notes because do we really want to cite from barstool i don't know but and i also don't know how accurate this is but it was saying like nasa was like getting together like a group of theologists and they were trying to figure out how they were going to break it to the public if they found something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I which I don't even know if I buy into because you're telling me no one knows about anything yet. Yeah, right. I hope they find something crazy and they tell us about it. Maybe it'll distract us from the shit show that's happening on planet Earth. Okay. That's all folks. That's very interesting. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. I hope I did that justice. Please read the actual article. Even though you did it. <laughs> so next on our list <laughs> we want to talk about auras. Which we have talked about, which we have talked about in the past on our Sedona episode, because when we got our Reiki healing, she also told us what our our Reiki like. healing is that what you said? Yeah. Well, it wasn't called that. No, was it Reiki? Called. Would you consider yeah, it was Reiki? Reiki? Yeah, you're right. She's doing energy. Uh, it was a vortex healing. Which, if you haven't listened to our Sedona episode, that has the most listens. It's a good one. We should go back just to record. <laughs> We're gonna another go episode. back for the content. But yeah, Victoria, the girl that did our our, our vortex healing, could see auras, and she told mm-hmm. us that our auras were actually different before versus after the healing, so they can yeah. change. Well, they do change all the time. It fascinates me how people can see auras. But anyway, you can like teach yourself to apparently. Yeah. Well, I looked up a video. Well, I just found it on YouTube of said guru. Uh, talking about auras and how he described it his like definition was every substance on the planet has a certain field of energy around it and part of our energy does not manifest into physical form but still has a form which would be an aura the physical mental emotional and energy status of who you are right now is represented by your aura so it's constantly changing pretty Mm -hmm. much and he went on to just say basically that 
and aura is even more superficial than the skin. And we shouldn't concern ourselves with surface level things. We should focus on the core. So, yeah, I guess the aura would be like the most surface level of your being you could possibly be. Exactly. That's so interesting. That's a very interesting take on it. I never heard that. Because I always thought like, I guess like who you are in your core like radiates and like manifests as your aura. But I guess if it's always changing, then that wouldn't really be true. Yeah, because it's like your mental, emotional, and energy status. That's what he said. So, like, that's always changing. That could be anything. Like, you could just be having a shitty day. Yeah. And, like, wow, it's more more of a surface-level thing. Or what was it? More material? What was the word you used? Surface-level. No. Superficial. Superficial. More superficial than your skin. That's crazy. And he also said... That new age stuff tends to say a lot of false narratives about it. He didn't go into details. Well, that does make sense. And I think they get into this in my Alphabet versus the Goddess book. Highly recommend. But um, I do think it's interesting that like there's like the two sides of spirituality and like the new age spirituality is very like ascension like I want to be my highest self I want to be psychic I want to astral project like whatever and I'm totally into all that stuff like don't get me wrong but like the other side of it like the feminine side is very like be in your body be grounded be with the earth stuff like that Mm -hmm. and it makes sense that like somebody like said guru would be be preaching way more on the feminine side yeah so that's interesting basically it was just like don't waste your time trying to read people's auras because it doesn't really matter and it's so enticing too because then you do see like the videos where it's like teach yourself how to read auras like you can see your own aura if you just like look between your fingers and stuff and it really is so enticing yeah but there's more important things to be preoccupied with yeah exactly yeah that's what he was saying like you're if you're gonna spend your time trying to like learn something that's not the thing that you really want to like you're not getting it to know a person if you're yeah. seeing their aura basically yeah i just thought that was interesting it's a hot take i like it you just had a different perspective on it i like it um the reason why i wanted to talk about auras was because i was listening to sahara rose's podcast the other day and they were talking about um how closely interconnected auras are with colors and like your chakras so the color of your aura is a reflection of the most activated chakras in that moment, which makes sense because as you're saying, aura ch- colors can change frequently. And I also heard them say on the podcast that the colors we're most drawn to in a certain period of time um, might be an indication of the color of the chakra that we really need to open. So it's like our subconscious's way of telling us that we need to pay attention to it. And if you like think about the colors that you're like drawn to right now, I think that's really interesting. So like what yeah. colors are you drawn to right now? I would say blue. Like, like what different kind of blue? Of blue. Oh. Um, like Blue's one for me too. Turquoise, like lighter shades mixed with a little green. Yeah, I think I'm drawn to like an like icy blue. I have been for the past few years of my life. And blue is the throat chakra color. So I don't know. I mean, oh, we didn't, we also didn't talk about the meditation we did. Oh, yeah. But anyway, before we talk sure. about that, um, <laughs> if I look at it, I think the colors I'm drawn to right now are like mint green, which I think is explainable because it's the color of our podcast. But um, mint green and then like icy blue. And blue is um, the color of your throat chakra. And I don't think I'm like... I have, like, a closed throat chakra. However, when we were 
in Sedona, we really opened up to Victoria, the Vortex Healing Girl, about like both of our experiences with that. Did did she talk about that? About how did that come up when we were talking about it with her, like the throat chakra, or were we not talking about that when we were just talking about our personalities? Like I I just remember I opened up to her and I said like, um, I'm much more confident and willing to like speak my mind with people I don't know. And I get more like insecure and like I, my guard goes up a little bit more around people that know me really well. And you told her mm. you were the opposite. Yeah. Like you're much more confident around people that do know you and then more reserved around people that you don't know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's interesting because neither one of that, them means that you're you have like chakra issues. I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just a difference of personality. Maybe personality thing. I've also I feel like I've been drawn to my bedroom has a lot of coral in it and like orange colors warm colors sacral chakra vibes yeah it's like your creativity yeah it just makes me feel warm and cozy inside we should talk about the meditation we did we should we did a meditation it was more like a visual visualization meditation yeah, it was like a 30 minute long guided meditation yeah and we had to visualize all this stuff and then those things have meanings to them like why they came up for you mm-hmm and we had to see, like, where our power was coming from, like, which chakra. Like, where our energy was, like, coming out of in yeah. our bodies. And mine was throat. Which I think is fascinating that it was coming from your throat. Why? Because, like, like I just didn't feel that at all. So I just think that's oh. interesting. Mine was coming from my stomach, which would be, like, my, your solar plexus chakra. And I looked it up, and that is, like, an indication of, like, confidence, I think. So I'll take it. I did not look up the throat, the throat one. I just forgot to. But there's other things that we had to visualize. And it was really interesting. And they give you like certain messages. I don't know. It's like when you hear about it before you do it, you're like, I was nervous. I was like, I'm not going to get messages. I'm not going to yeah, like see anything. What if I'm just like, I don't know what's going on in my head. But I did. I did see things and I got messages. What tree did you see? We had to visualize a tree. A weeping willow. 100%. <gasps> Really? Too? <laughs> it's, a it's, my, it's the only tree that I've ever been. We're almost done, Grayson. Wait, is here? Um, no, but a weeping willow is like the only tree I've ever been like truly drawn to. Yeah, I there's probably other trees I just don't know the names of them. Yeah, that like blossom and stuff in the spring. But I always visualize nice. a weeping willow to be like out front of my yeah. future house. My aunt had a weeping willow in her, in her backyard in her first house. I remember as a child, I would like love climbing it and I love sitting in it because it. Kind of like there's like a curtain yeah, around like you. around you and you feel like you're in like oh, this little world. They're so beautiful. Yeah. It also sounds like when we were like, oh, we did a meditation. It sounds like that's what we do when we hang out. We like sit next to each other and uh, meditate. We did, we we did, did it, it separately. <laughs> I did yeah. it at my house and Rachel did it at her house. At different times. And we were on FaceTime the whole time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we FaceTimed each other and just did it together. I did just think it was interesting to think of it as, like, the colors you're drawn to in a specific moment in time might mean something corresponding to your aura or your energy. I also think, like, when you're a kid, I feel like every every year I had a new favorite color, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've had... I, I think red when I was a kid was my favorite color. Yeah, I think of red when I think of your favorite color to this day because it was your <laughs> favorite ki- color as a kid. But I really like blues and greens, too. Like, different shades, so it just depends. Yeah. And I also like, were you like this? I feel like when you're a kid, your favorite color is like your person, your whole personality. Like you're just dying. You're, you want so badly for someone to ask you your favorite color. Or was that just me? I don't know. I wasn't really your favorite person. 
I didn't have strong favorites. I was things. like the person that would just, I was like the kid that would just write in her notebook, like, my favorite color is blue. My favorite food is tacos. My Wait, favorite I have, animal is a giraffe. <laughs> I have, like, we had this book, what was it called? Coke or Pepsi? Yes! I still have it. <gasps> we filled it in together on the bus. Obsessed. Multiple See? times we filled it in. Maybe I've just loved talking about myself from we an should, early age. We should but... read about it on the podcast. <laughs> we should read it. We should read it out loud what we wrote. It I would know. be like your favorite. It would be like this or that. Or like your favorite. Favorite food, favorite TV show, favorite song, like all that stuff. So yeah, if you have a favorite color, you should look up what it means. But I don't really have a favorite. I, there's or just not so many even your colors. favorite. Like, like, you know, like different things will just catch your eye. Like you'll be in a store and certain colors will just start catching your eye. Like I definitely went through like a phase where like things that were icy blue, an icy blue color always would catch my eye. And now mm-hmm. I feel like it's more like green and sage and like mint green. Yeah, I love those colors, too. I love them. Or, like, lavender. I will say, in my entire life, and like I said, I had a new favorite color every single year. I've never been a purple bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know how the people, that the girls, the little girls whose favorite color is purple, like, they are, like, that's their whole personality. I've, I was never into the color purple. That was never my vibe. Ever. Not yeah. once. Oh, you know what's interesting? What color you painted your walls when you were a kid? That That's was a good one. <laughs> that says a lot about you, I feel like. I mean, first my walls were hot pink, <laughs> and then I painted it blue. That's what it is now. My childhood bedroom. I don't think I was really ever allowed to paint my room. So it was always pale yellow, and then... Yeah. No, wait, I did paint it once in high school. You did? It was, like, light pink. No, it wasn't pink. It was, it was like, a pale pink. It was taupe. Like, pale, pale pink, I thought no, it was. it was, like, more like a pale, pale... What is it now, white? Yeah, right now it's white. I painted it white like a couple years ago or two years ago maybe. And uh, what was it? It was like a taupey color with like purple undertones. You've always been a minimalist. <laughs> I'm really not though. <laughs> now her walls are white. I don't know. I guess in high school that color. I also wanted so badly to be the lime green wall. <gasps> I wanted lime green wall. Thank and God. My, I yeah, my that. mom said no and thank oh, God she said no. That would have been But I, I wanted that really, really badly. I think I just liked more relaxing colors. I'm obsessed with the TikToks that are like what your childhood bedroom says about you. Because like mine, the peak of like my teenage, my tween teenage self that was just unapologetic and horrifying. Yeah. And my walls were hot pink and I had like the zebra blanket, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mine was never really that crazy. And that shows up in all the TikToks. All the TikToks have the hot pink zebra bedroom. <laughs> mine was it was literally white furniture though it was first the really pale yellow walls and then the taupey colored walls and when I did have a carpet in my room it was like a really it was like a sage green carpet and then I got laminate like a wood color and had a really dark purple Cause you're carpet. To the carpet yeah because I have really bad allergies so I didn't want carpet in my room anymore I forget what year I did that. I was pretty young. Um, and then my, oh, what was my comforter? I didn't really have crazy colors in my room at all. Remember the very... remember the teal and brown combo? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we can wrap this up. We're so, both pet sitting right now too. I gotta go home and feed yeah. the dogs. You gotta feed the dog that's been barking yeah so next week we have an interview we're very excited about so stay tuned for that make sure you write us a review on apple podcasts please yes write please write us a nice. review i hope your 2022 is going great so far 
And if you are unsure about how it's going to go, hit up Rachel and she'll give you a tarot reading and tell you how it's going to (laughs) go. Yes, I'm the one hit up for that. (laughs) It'll be $500. Have a good day, night, afternoon, wherever you are. (laughs) And we will see you next Friday. Bye. Bye. Bye.